0: Was saved when I was 19 years old. I have known God for almost 40 years of my life. A relationship with God is the most wonderful gift God can give us. Amen? I want to share with you today from Scripture in a verse in Romans. Romans is the book in the New Testament that teaches us how we can know God and how we can know God deeper. It teaches us how we can know God and his love. It teaches us how we can know God and his forgiveness. Amen. So it is a beautiful and a wonderful book. Listen to these words from God. He says, he commends, he commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Did you hear that? Wasn't that wonderful news? Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. He loved us. That is awesome. There is a lot that we hear about love today. There's different words in scripture that describe love for us. There's one word that teaches us about love of family. Like for your brother or your sister or for your mother or your father. There is another kind of love that we have one toward another. That I can have toward you and you can have toward me. We call that phileo. That's brotherly love. Even though we're not relatives, we can love one another. And then there is this love that's talked about in the book of Romans, and it is called agape, and it is grace love. This is the kind of love that God has for us. There's nothing that we can do to earn it or get it. He just loves us because he decided to love us. I have good news for you today. The Bible says in John three sixteen that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Listen to these words, my brothers and sisters. In Genesis, when God gave us what we know as the Abrahamic covenant, he said this to Abraham. He said, I will bless those. Who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. But then he said something very interesting that we don't hear much about in preaching today, and it's this: God not only said that he would bless those that blessed the Jewish people, Abraham, and curse those that cursed them, but he said, "I am going to use Abraham to bless all the people of the earth." Did you hear that? God. can bless all the people of the earth. That is good news for Uganda today. Good news for me today. And here's the good news about the love of God. It does not matter if we're red or yellow or black or white. God loves us no matter who we are or what we've done. This is good news. Yes. Not only do we see that, but if you read all the way through the Bible, you will see the love of God told over and over and over again. And then when we finally get to the book of Revelation chapter five and verse nine and chapter seven and verse nine, it says the exact same thing. What we see for us is we see eternity. All of this life is over and we are in eternity with God. And gathered around the throne of God, it says that we will sing a new song. Did you like the singing we had today? It was like heaven had come down to earth and visited us. One day we will have a glorious choir that will be gathered around the throne of God. And the Bible says to us in Revelation 5, And verse 9, that it will be people from every kindred, every tongue, every nation, every people group. We will stand as one around the throne of God, praising the Lamb of God, because He became sin for us. Won't that be wonderful when we sing and worship Him around His throne? No matter what country we're from, God loves us. And that is good news. Here's some more. In the book of Romans, we find out further that we are all sinners. We are born sinners. Sin is anything you think, anything you say, or anything you do that violates or breaks God's law. And we are all sinners. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 3 and verse 10, for all have sinned. Everybody is a sinner. I have more news for you today. It not only says that all of us are sinners, but that there's a penalty for sin in Romans chapter 3. It says, for the wages of sin is death. Now that isn't very good news. So we're all sinners, and there's a punishment for our disobedience to God. But God didn't leave us there because He loves us. He built a bridge for us to walk from lostness, from being lost, to being saved. There is a road that we can walk across, where we can know the love of God, where we can experience the forgiveness of sin, and where we can have restoration. I'm telling you, this cannot be done through religion. There are many religions in our world, but religion will not walk you across the bridge to eternity with God. You can keep a list of rules. You can do a lot of things. But it's only by the grace of God that we can walk across that bridge based on what Jesus did for us. This is good news. Because it says the wages of sin is death. But, but... Jesus Christ, our Lord. Here's what happened. Jesus went to the cross for you and me. And the Bible said he made this declaration from the cross. He said these words that were Aramaic. He said, Eli, Eli, lassa, thou the And here's what he said it meant. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? As Jesus was on the cross, literally what happened was that God the Father in eternity was looking down at His Son on the cross, and as His Son was looking at Him in eternity, He was asking, Father, Father, why are you turning your back on me? But He really knew the answer. The reason that the Father looked away is because that moment, every sin in Uganda and everyone in all of the seven continents of the earth was poured out on Jesus Christ and the Father looked away but by Jesus dying there and becoming sin for us it allows for us to be able to receive the gift of eternal life this is good news this is worthy of our worship and praise to him Death on the cross is not where it ended. But he was taken down, and his body was put in a borrowed tomb. In a borrowed place for dead people. And the reason he stayed in a borrowed tomb is because he promised on the third day he would rise again. And on the third day they came to see where he was at. And they found out he was gone. And the gatekeeper says, why are you looking for Jesus? He is risen as he said." So we see the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the heart of the gospel. It is the heart of the love of God for you. And it is the bridge that leads you to forgiveness. It is the bridge that leads you to eternal life. There is only one thing that we can do. To be accepted by God. The Bible tells us very clearly in the book of Romans. That if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart. That God raised Jesus from the dead. We will be saved. It says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Isn't that wonderful today that we can know. We can know. We can know. That when we die, we can go to the presence of God for eternity. Isn't it wonderful today, and we can worship Him because we know when we invite Him into our life, every single sin we have ever committed is forgiven? I remember at 19 years old when I came to a service like this, and I asked Jesus to be my Savior. I felt incredible load of sin was taken off my back. And I was blessed and loved in the arms of a loving God. And I could feel His forgiveness. And I was so excited about what happened to me, I couldn't wait to get home to call someone who had been a very important testimony and witness in my life. She read me God's word on her bed when I was a child. She showed me the love of God. So I went home and I picked the phone up I called my grandmother. And I said, ma'am, ma'am, because that's what we called her. It was her loving name that we called her. I wanted her to know that I was saved. And she didn't have to worry about me going to heaven because I was going there. And now many of my family members have gone to heaven. I'm getting older. But it's sweeter and sweeter to praise the name and worship and adore the name of Jesus today. Because I know that one day I will be reunited with my family who have gone before. And I will spend eternity with them and also with you who are my brothers and sisters in Christ. As we come to the conclusion of the message today, maybe you need to take a walk across the bridge today. Maybe this is your day that salvation has come to Gulu and it's got your name on it. It's you that needs to receive Christ. Not me, not Scott, not any of these workers, but maybe it's you that needs to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Would you bow your head with me for just a moment of prayer? Father, we thank you so much for this day. Lord, we thank you for the beautiful singing we've experienced. As we've worshipped your name and lifted your name. You are the Alpha. You are the Omega. You are the beginning. You are the end. You are everything, Lord. We praise your name for who you are. Lord, as we sit down today and we look in your word, we are so thankful. That you made a pathway and a bridge for us to come to know you in a personal way. Lord, there may be students here today who have never put their faith and trust in you for salvation. Perhaps they need to do that today. With our heads bowed and our eyes closed, you said, Brother Billy, I know... That I have walked across the bridge and I know the love of God. I have experienced the forgiveness of God. Would you lift your hand up? If you've received Jesus as your Savior, just lift your hand up all over the audience for you. Today you are here with heads bowed and eyes closed. You say, Brother Caruth, Brother Billy, I am not sure that I have received Jesus as my Savior. I I want to love Him. I want to know Him more. I want to experience His love. If you're like that today, you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You say, Brother Billy, would you pray for me? I'm not sure that if I died, I would go to Jesus. So I want you to just simply pray for me today. Is there anyone like that with our heads bowed our eyes closed? Just lift your hand up very quickly and then back down. Pray for me, Brother Billy. Is there one like that? Yes, eyes closed. Anyone here said, Brother Caruth, Brother Billy, I need you to pray for me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come together and be reminded of your great love for us. Lord, we thank you that you loved us enough that you were willing to come and die on a cross. And you were victorious over all of the works of the enemy. And you have made a way for us to walk with you through our whole life. Lord, we pray a special blessing on these young people as they continue to learn your word and they continue to grow in grace. And Lord, we pray that out of this great crowd today, you would pick many of them, many of them to be the apostles and the leaders of the spiritual awakening that's going to come to this country. Lord, that they would lead their people to you. And we would be careful to praise you because we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen.